on it.com, Andy. Oh, man. Use any products from on it? I just used some today. I used, uh, I still had a packet of uh, on it 180. Uh huh. And I wasn't feeling good today, so I put that in my coffee this morning. And I'll tell you, it tasted delicious. If you haven't been to onit.com, they sell uh, supplements, food. Uh, it's not just for working out, but it's for other things. Like what Andy's talking about, the 180, it's like a, a powder that you put in your in your drink, in your water. Yeah, it's like a little little powder packet for your drink. And it uh, it's full of all kinds of you know, tropics and uh, other things to pick you up. It even says it's a treatment, although not a cure for a hangover. Yeah, so like, don't have a lot of energy. You're not feeling good. You're not real, real focused. You can like take one of those, or uh, you know, you take. Uh, I usually take Alpha Brain, and uh, it'll boost you right back up. And then, then you take. Uh, I've tried. The, I've tried a lot of the stuff too. Uh, the Shroom Tech Sport. Yeah, uh, I've taken a lot of Shroom Tech Sport, and it's really nice. It uh, gives you a lot of energy if you're doing something physical, if you're working out or anything like that. But the, on the plus side, it gives you energy, but it doesn't. Uh, make you feel like you're going to have a heart attack like some of the other stuff you can take. It, uh, <laughs> yes, you can actually take it and not feel like your heart's jumping from right. your chest. If you want to pick me up without having <laughs> that, I feel like I'm going to die feeling. <laughs> you take the shroom tech, and what it does is it has these special mushrooms in it that uh, somebody discovered a long time ago that helps oxygenate your blood a little bit more is all it does. So it just keeps, you know, gives you a little bit more energy and uh, that... I'm a big fan of that stuff. It's awesome. And then if you order the stuff and uh, like the, any of the supplements, if you order it and you don't like it, you can just uh, tell me you don't like it and they'll give you your money back. Money back guarantee. And they have all kinds of... Well, you, you brought up the Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain's incredible. Um, if, if you take it, and I've heard of people saying it helps, it helps me with my memory, it helps me focus all day. Uh, a big thing that I've heard a lot of people say is it helps them sleep. Helps me get a good night's sleep, and I agree to that. And, uh, for oh, me, yeah, you just feel great. Yeah, whether it was something I thought happened or whether it really happened, I don't know, but it, it uh, gives me great dreams, too, real vivid dreams. And I think even on the bottle, it used to say if you want if you want the vivid dreams, it take it like four hours before you go to bed. But if, if there's anything you want to try on, on it and you're not sure, you want to say, I want to try one thing, I would suggest Alpha Brain right off the bat. Yeah, hit up Alpha Brain. And then if you do like it, they even have it now that you can uh, subscribe to the products, and you'll always get the cheapest price. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So you can say, like, every, like, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, like, send me another bottle. So that's pretty cool. And uh, you usually get a pretty good discount on your uh, on your first order if you subscribe. So, Of course, if you use our uh, discount, which you can uh, access. How do they access our discount, Andy? Well, no promo code. See, we used to say promo code, but we don't have it anymore. But now if you just go to uh, OMPRadio.com and click on that Onnit banner, um, it'll get you right to uh, Onnit's site where you can order. And then just by doing that, um, you help support the Open Mic Podcast and the OMP Radio Show, too. So, Yeah, help um, us out. Just click on that, or you can also go to uh, Onnit.OMPRadio.com. Yeah, and check them out. They got they don't just have uh, supplements. They have food, great food, uh, different kinds of uh, strange peanut butter made out of all kinds of nuts, uh, coconut oil, cashew butter, uh, 
Now, and you've I, tried a lot of the food, right? Protein bars. I've tried, yeah, I, I use a hemp force protein drink quite a bit. And what I do with that is they suggest put it in water. I don't. I put it in a, uh, a strawberry banana smoothie. And then I put a scoop or two of the hemp force in there. Yeah, I tried the chocolate. Great. Did you go chocolate or vanilla? Yeah, I went chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that stuff. I tried uh, the Warrior bars. Those are really good. Yeah. You got to hit that up. It's like buffalo bars. Um, I've tried the coconut oil. You got the salt, right? I've bought the salt many times. Himalayan salt. Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. They also sell Blendtec blenders. And if you're fan of our show from the way back times we uh, talked about a guy that would take and blend stuff like iPads and the Blendtec blenders that's how good those are but they're that good and they're uh, they have a price tag to match so yeah everything's like high end it's like the best of the best stuff it really is everything that, that's true that's a good point if you go on here you, you can order anything you're not it's not going to be bad they have uh, a lot of fitness equipment they have kettlebells they have kettlebells in the shapes of zombies uh, uh, steel maces and Primal Bells, which have gorillas and Bigfoot. Dude, even the the t-shirts. They got these, like, really high-quality, like, bamboo shirts. Yeah. And they're awesome. I love that one. And I have the zombie shirt. And uh, I'll tell you what, every time I wear that, someone says something. Oh, yeah? Someone comments on it every time. They have some, like, really cool shirts. I know you've been eyeing up one of them. I have the lion, the bamboo lion shirt. I'm going to get it, and I've been eyeing up the, uh, the backpack. They have a backpack. Oh, yeah, that backpack does look like pretty cool. I'm picking that up, too. But I'm waiting. My backpack is almost ready to be replaced, but I don't want to pull the trigger until it's time. And, it, dude, oh, and I got the, um, if you want a really good chapstick, uh-huh. they sell, like, a chapstick, but it doubles as a snack, <laughs> and they call it lip food. If you're in a pinch. So, yeah, so, like, if you're somewhere and you're like, oh, man, I'm starving, but I'm, like, 200 miles away from, uh, from like, a gas station or a restaurant or something, like, oh, hang on a second, I'll just eat my chappy. <laughs> and then you can stay energized for, you know, another hour or so till you get there. Yeah, and that's not it. They also have uh, deodorant. They have everything you think of. So. Can you eat the deodorant? Uh, maybe at your own risk. I don't know. <laughs> Is it edible? We should ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Be a good question to run by him. But uh, go to our website, ompradio.com, uh, and uh, click the On It banner. Shop away. Support the show. Help us out. And let us know if you're going to get an order so we can throw some on there and save on shipping. Yeah, get on it. Name part of the telephone. The bottom part. Oh, what a good break. What a good uh, break of music there, Paul. Good choice. You got the yeah. Ken, Thank you. Ken Loggins. Tell Can't you, go wrong with that. Meerkat's loving the music, Paul. I'm loving me some Meerkat. Yeah. I was loving the music, too. Uh, we, we have a guest in the studio. We do. From the uh, Beloit podcast, uh, Reese Wood. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming What's here, up, Reese. I didn't have my applause sound on? effect ready in time here. Yeah, he came. Uh, he contacted us and said he wanted to be on the show, and we we're like, "Heck yeah!" Well, actually, he asked us to be on his show, and then we tricked him into coming yeah. here. So. Yeah, you did. You <laughs> <got me. laughs> yeah, you really threw me off. I read the message. I'm like, "Well, why don't we get two for one here?" Yeah, yeah right. Why not? There we go. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit. You uh, you have this the the Beloit Pod dot com. Yeah, the Beloit Pod dot com. It's a uh, 
it's a podcast, just like you guys are doing. I uh, got on the web, looked up for podcasts in the local area. Okay. Nothing, uh, except you guys. So, oh, all right. Not a lot of podcasting going on in this area, and I happen to think podcasting is mm. a very uh, cutting-edge thing. So, Did you find out about us on the Google? Google. Oh, shout-out SEO. All right. <laughs> I, didn't re- <laughs> yep. I didn't realize we were the only ones around here, but I guess. Daddy-o. Well, uh, well, yeah, there's daddy-o, a but... sports at WJVL. They have a sports podcast. Uh, but other than that, you guys are yeah, okay. number one in the market. Awesome. Right. That's about yeah. yeah, that's hey, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it again. Right. Shot up to number one. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Now how long have you been doing your podcast for? It's been uh a little over two months. I started uh okay. yeah, about two months ago. All right. So what kind of things uh what kind of things do you talk about? Everything. Uh everything relative to Beloit. I find a way to make every episode pivot on Beloit in some way. Uh we can talk to musicians because we're loaded okay. with musicians in the area. Uh, history, we have everything from Roy Chapman Andrews. We have uh, all kinds of presidential history through Beloit. All kinds of stuff to discuss. So I figured right. five days a week I could be doing something, maybe a 10-minute episode here and there. Mm-hmm. Reese, right? Yeah. I forgot yeah. to discuss with you off the air. Um, you know we are on there right now. And yeah. The FCC yeah. rules and all that good stuff. All right, just want to make sure you're not dropping any bombs on us here. I didn't think you would. You didn't look like no, you No, no, the uh, Beloit podcast is pretty family-oriented. <laughs> any okay. uh, any language you catch on there will be edited, but humorous. So. Oh, right. okay. Sorry about right. that. Uh, I just had to say something. Well, I get for, worried. Thanks for getting the fun out of the room, Paul. I know. Yeah. No fun, please. What's the matter Woo. with you? <laughs> <laughs> I forget we have to tell people that, too. But yeah, okay. No, he was listening on the way here. Yeah. Um, so you do it every day, every five days a week? Yeah, uh, this ah. last two weeks have been kind of sketchy, uh, so I'm feeling like I'm set back a little bit. I've been building the website, and I am not a web developer, so... It looks good, though. Yeah, uh, WordPress. Day. Thanks for WordPress. Oh, no, no. You, you, oh, we love WordPress. You pounded yeah. that out from scratch, don't... don't yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm proud of it. I mean, uh, today I wrapped up doing some banners for people that have been on the podcast so far, artists and uh, people like the Beloit Auction and Realty have been on. The, uh, Rich Ramp from Beloit Auction was our first guest. We had Rich Porter after him, a uh, local recording artist. So, okay. I mean... I reach out to everyone in the community because you got the Beloit Daily News and you got Facebook and, yep. you know, social media. But uh, uh, Do you talk to any, like, local businesses around Beloit? Yeah, we got uh, – uh, we had Rod Godfredson from uh, Austin's Barbershop. It's one of the okay. oldest barbershops in Beloit. It's very cool. Uh, it's a relic, an antique of itself. Uh, you go in there, everything is just – extremely old and cool it's got a story behind it uh also we've had uh like i said beloit auction and realty is our first episode so you know i talked to okay. all kinds of businesses in beloit we have a bunch lined up right now juicy veggie we have a uh all natural juice store in beloit so oh, i okay. thought that was an adult bookshop <laughs> juicy veggie dot <laughs> uh, <laughs> com i was wrong <laughs> Yeah, you'd be surprised if you went to the dot com. Not. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Don't yeah. go to the dot org. The dot com is way. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, healthy uh, stuff being promoted in the okay. area. A business that promotes health. 
And, you know, juice is really uh, the big thing going on. Everyone wants mm-hmm. to get healthy and uh, juicing such an easy way to get nutrients in a quick, convenient way. So so is that a store? Is that like a restaurant? or? Yeah, they do, uh, they do everything from salads to uh, juices. They go from uh, around $5. Uh, yeah. Like, if you go to Woodman's, you can get Bolt House or the Nestle Naked brand of juice. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, stuff goes, it's like two to five bucks. And I don't really like supporting Nestle too much, so. I'm going to check that out because I love juice. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, I, the thing I, I is, it's Beloit, stuff, though. Right. And uh, in <laughs> Beloit. supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's a hard market yeah. because. Oh, gotcha, yeah. You know, uh, juice, like we said, is kind of expensive. Yeah. And uh, Beloit kind of has a uh, tough market for expensive food products. It's, it's similar in Janesville, though. Anytime it is, anything it is. Uh, but it's slightly nice comes up, it's just gone because nobody will. You're like, I'm not going to pay an extra dollar for a burger, and then it just goes under. Right, right, yeah. 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 But exactly. Yeah. I like the idea of the juice bar. Like, I go down for, uh, for my job down near Chicago's the suburbs, and they have a place called Jamba Juice down there. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not the same thing, but I, <laughs> I drink those, and I'm like, this is so good. I wish we had some place in Janesville that would just sell juice. Yeah. And I, I realize, I know people are going to be like, you know, that's not just juice. I know that it's just terrible for you, but. I, I'm going to check that out because I'd like to just. Well, drink uh, juice. okay, so I had a, a shot. It was like a couple bucks for a turmeric shot. Do you know? Uh, are you familiar with turmeric or turmeric? No. Okay, so it's a yellow Indian spice, uh, anti-inflammatory, super good for your health. And she mixed it with an apple juice. Really? You do a shot of it, feeling super good. You chug it down, or I mean, is it like a do cannonball a type? Yeah, thing? just yep. One super quick shot, and I don't know. I mean, uh, if you really love your health, some people feel tough and they can take anything. Yeah. Some people really focus on their health, and I love this spot. Uh, this juice store is just amazing. But yeah. there's a lot of stuff in Beloit that's really amazing. Doesn't get a lot of focus, and that's what the podcast is trying to do. Okay. I know of an organic farmer from Beloit you can interview. I bet he'd do it. Yeah. He'd yeah, probably know, sell uh, stuff to that, that place. I, I might know of him. Who do you? His name's Danny Wright. Mm. No. Rightway Farms. Anyways, that's... Yeah, I, I, uh, I know quite a few folks from Beloit that uh, you might want to talk to. So we'll have to compare uh, notes. Ten minutes of outlet and uh, 365 yeah. days in the week. Or I in know the year. somebody else. My bad. That's good math. I know somebody named Snappy. Oh, Snappy the Snappy. Turtle? Yeah, I know him. Oh, wow. I Tom, gotta, I'm connected. Huge. Yeah, you can interview. That would be huge. How, yeah. or, how bad of a, a radio interview or a podcast interview would that be with a mascot that doesn't talk, though? <laughs> be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to de- describe his gestures. Yeah, well, his arms are going up and down. He start, If he goes into a break dance like he does sometimes, yeah. you could talk about that. That might be actually yeah. really funny. Well, we but, forgot to mention that when we had the ribbon cutting where... Uh, Remember, we barged in on him. He didn't have his show on. Oh, yeah. Somebody walked in when he was changing. <laughs> Esther did. Whoa. Yeah. I guess he just kind of covered up his little turtle bits. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, cousin Tommy Hankins has a bar downtown in Beloit called Suds O'Hanahan's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Places. One of my favorites. I wish it was a little closer to Janesville. So, you know, I get all tanked up. I don't want to drive back from Beloit. Right. But yeah, that's awesome. I, you, 
I can't believe you do that many shows. Like you, how long I'm is trying, your, your uh, average show? Uh, like I said, ten minutes, sometimes twenty. Uh, whatever it takes to. That's cover. not bad. Yeah, just a quick. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I would hate for something to take up two hours, but if it was worth it, right? Something has to be covered. That's really how I'm taking it at this point. Like the show takes up two hours. You guys, uh, you we know? we edited it down to a one hour podcast. So Paul, back off. You did? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we don't do the full two hours on the podcast. I haven't listened to a lot of your old work, but I did listen to the one where you're on Lake Koshkinong when the guy was racing his bike on ice. <laughs> There's two of those, but there is. Yeah. I have to check that but out. But have you listened to Art Spark? <laughs> <laughs> That's another show on the radio. Uh, some of our old, we went through a lot of. Well, we've been doing the podcast for like over three years now. Well, just about three years. We went through a lot of uh, different trial periods. One thing we found that some some of our shows were like three, four hours long, and we're like, eh. I know I personally can't listen to. I like Joe Rogan a lot, but sometimes his three-hour shows, I'm like, I can't do this. It's yeah. too too long. Yeah. You're really on for the ride. That's why I like to keep it about an hour, and then if people want to listen to the whole thing, they do. And that's one thing people would always complain. They'd be like, I can't listen to the whole thing. I'm you not know, asking you to listen to the whole thing. Don't yeah, do that, it. Though. That's why I listen to Rogan's podcast while I'm sleeping. So I'll I, s- I do that too. Sometimes. So I'll put the headphones in with good intentions, right. and now I've learned to set my. <laughs> My sleep timer on my phone to shut off after that episode, <laughs> but I'll I'll fall asleep and I, I start Rogan's podcast and I'll wake up in a completely different episode <laughs> and have no idea what they're talking about. Like five hours later, All right? You just wake up to him being like, "How dare you? Marijuana is good for you." Yeah, <laughs> and my headphones are like wrapped around my neck. This is crazy. <laughs> Uh, there is a place for the three hour. Uh, I've noticed, you know, people who work and listen to something. Oh, yeah. I know if yeah. I'm doing stuff around the house, I keep an earbud in all the time. I just did a post about this on uh, the Boy Podcast Community Group uh, page the other day. I really, you know, when you think about people and uh, the modern concept of an Android, you keep plugged into information. Uh, Somebody like me, I'm always plugged in. I try to keep up with all kinds of things going on through podcasting. Mm-hmm. So a three-hour show, sometimes they're good to have. You could be at your job, and if you have the convenience to listen to something, it's a great time to get oh, three hours sure. in. Yeah. I hear you with the Android thing because uh, I have a headset that I can put underneath my collar, and then I just have a, a thing that comes in. Yeah. And then I can pause and play with underneath, so I just reach yeah. underneath my collar. So as I'm walking around work or if I'm driving somewhere, I'll just hit play and it'll pick up on the podcast where I left off. That's neat. And, and then, of course, if I'm on the phone, then people don't realize it because it's so discreet. And then they start talking to me. I'm like, I bet this. What do you have? Uh, <laughs> what do you have for when you're on your uh, blowhorn? Oh, this thing. Yeah, you have a special device for that. <laughs> I don't actually have anything. I brought my bullhorn in today. <laughs> <laughs> I use this at work too. This isn't quite as high tech. <laughs> yeah, I I usually have podcasts on all day. Yeah, you know I have something going on. You know, I listen or like on the car ride. You know. I have one big claim to fame in podcasts. Uh, I was motivated this morning. You know, Mark Marin. Sure, yeah, WGF yeah. podcast. Well, Who doesn't yeah, know yeah. Mark Marin? Right, Mark Marin's huge. All right, so I followed Mark Marin from his days uh, before Air America. He would pop up on a local radio station around here in Madison. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but I would do a paper out, and I always listen to the radio. So I followed Marin all the way from that to XM Radio uh, to Break Room Live. He did that. Uh, It was a podcast, a live stream thing before podcasting really picked back up. 
Uh, and now, of course, he's huge in podcasting. He's one of the top guys Dude, up get, with Rogan. Oh, yeah. He had the president on. It's kind of big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of oh, yeah. he's a big deal. But uh, on Break Room Live, right before he did the WTF podcast, there was a live chat on Ustream right next to it. And my username uh, was WTF from day one. Okay. So when he went with WTF for the name of the show, I, you know, I was like, did I have something to do with that? Is that... <laughs> I, every joke I made constantly was WTF this, WTF that. Sure. Because it's politics and, you, you know, who the, has anything else to say. Did you sell him the username? <laughs> I contacted him today <laughs> and I said, Mr. Marin... <laughs> Right. Please confirm this with me. Uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to follow in your uh, steps with the podcasting stuff, yeah. minus the Zappa stash. Uh, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, so I kind of went out on a limb and wanted to, you know, it's something I've wondered about for a while. Yeah, just say, uh, just say yeah, give me a web shout-out and the username's yours. Or, or <laughs> he'll shoot me down. We'll see. No, just tell him you have an attorney. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's the truth. So. <laughs> We, uh, That's awesome. Uh, every February, we have a Twitter war where we try to get celebrities to respond to us. Yeah. And uh, Oh, yeah, you on Twitter? I got uh, future President Donald hey, Trump to tweet time. me. <laughs> that was, I think, that's close I come to claim to fame was uh, William Shatner tweeted me. <laughs> uh, the guy, uh, Peter, I can't think of his last name, that played Chewbacca in Star Wars. Pretty proud of that one. Yeah. Oh, that Trump was huge. The Trump was, he was oh, huge. <laughs> you should hear what I wrote to him. I wish you could remember it. It was just ridiculous. It's not surprising he retweeted it, but <laughs> Trump. He retweeted one of my tweets. But um the William Shatner tweet, he retweeted me and responded to it, and then I had that printed out on you ready for a nerd alert. I had that printed out on Canvas and then I had him sign it at a comic con. I see no problem right? with that. <laughs> it was, I was like, You ever signed a tweet before? And he kind of gives me a look like creeped out and he's like Nope. <laughs> Shatner. Then he just talked to my daughter. And, of course, she had no clue who he was. Same thing with Bruce Campbell. Uh, we meet him, and, uh, like, they just love the kids, you know, so they're talking to the kids, and then she's like, uh, whatever, and, like, trying to say stuff. And I'm like, someday you'll think this is cool. Right now you don't, <laughs> but someday you'll think it's cool. Bruce Campbell. All right. She even got us to the front of the, the Bruce Campbell line. <clears throat> His bouncer came over and was like, He's, this was funny, too. He comes over, and he's like, hey, little girl, are you excited to meet Bruce? And she's like, yes. She has no clue who the guy is. <laughs> oh. He's like, how would you like to go to the front of the line? I'm like, she'd love to go to the front of the line. <laughs> I, uh, I loved Bubba Hotep. That was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> he was a cool else. guy. Yep. And I, I wanted to talk to him about, in his book, he's got a book called uh, Con- uh, If Chins Could Kill, Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. Hmm. And in that book, he talks about taking a sandwich bag. Kids don't try this at home. Public disclaimer. Paul, let me know if I'm crossing the line here. You take a sandwich <laughs> bag and a balsa wood airplane, right? You know, those real light wood airplanes. Yeah. And, you, and a birthday candle. And you take the birthday candle and you melt a little bit on top of the balsa wood. And then you put the birthday candle on top of the balsa wood. Then you light it and you put the sandwich bag over it, like a brown paper sandwich bag, and you mm-hmm. tape it. And it creates like a Chinese lantern, and it floats up into the air. Oh, okay. And he said they did that in Detroit or Michigan, wherever he was from, and people called it in as UFOs, and he still has the article where people <laughs> are calling it. Yeah. Uh, I tried it, and it just ignited into flames in my backyard. But, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I was going to bring that up to him, and I, 
I totally sp- I dorked, <laughs> dorked out when I met him, and I'm like, <laughs> they also, probably better that way. Thank you for the picture. <laughs> yeah, they. I heard they also tried that same thing on uh, radio on Art Spark, <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't translate too well over the air. Well, so. somebody had colored on the bag with Crayola, <laughs> so it didn't work out. But. That's good that you only do. Uh, See, we've seen a lot of people, podcasters, and uh, especially on the radio station. I mean, the radio station only been up for a short time, but we did uh, basically just podcasting in the basement here for a long time. And actually, on our first show, we did uh, Janesville Community Radio Graveyard. Of all the shows that have come and gone, because people start yeah. out and they burn themselves out. That's why when I heard you were doing it yeah. a whole bunch, I'm like, yeah. dude, don't burn yourself out. Yeah, nope. start, started from the bottom, now we're here. I, uh, Literally. You know? <laughs> yeah, we, we homeschool four little girls, so... Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of right. gotta. It, this has to happen because it's gonna enable me to do a lot. Really, to you get know? out. Yeah. I don't know to create projects for them to do the whole act of learning a so lot. You're doing it through child labor. Is that what you're saying? Let's <laughs> let's not go. In, but no, that's. <laughs> I, I can't talk. I don't know if you, if you listen to the beginning of the show, you hear my daughter do an uh, intro for us too. So I can't see say too much. But see, you. no, that's that's cool. You have them help out. I'm sure they probably think it's neat. Well, we, we need alternatives in education uh, in Wisconsin. In my opinion, there, there's public schools do a lot of great things, but we definitely need alternatives. And I see no problem with people choosing the homeschooling route. No, no, me neither. And I see you. Uh, some of your podcasts are educational. You did something on some. Uh, oh, you just said something. About I, I recently did a episode. All I, I will do episodes where I basically do a lecture. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, if you're, I don't know, if you're academic minded and you like something that you're just going to get information, I did one on Charles Alexander. Uh, Charles Alexander, uh, doctor from Beloit, Native American. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the one I was like. Yeah, Charles, so Charles Alexander Eastman, yeah, or C A E. I was like, yeah, uh, also known as OES. Uh, um, it, but I had to highlight a guy who uh, still has relevance to people and things going on today. We have diversity issues that people don't know how. We just don't know how to address them at all. Mm-hmm. And here's one guy from our history who just didn't matter to him at all. Uh, he definitely had some tough s- stuff to deal with, uh, but it didn't matter. He went ahead, and there's so much of that going on in our community in Beloit. People needing alternatives that they don't even know how to define or they don't know where to look. So it, it's kind of a, a Wild West-ish type times. You can You can do a lot right now, but you have to be a pioneer. You have to be bold enough to go out and do things. So that's what the Beloit Podcast is about, trying to get people to come out of the community who have real skills and real talents but might not get the attention in any other way. And let's realize how much our community really does have going on in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But Janesville is a great place, too. I was actually uh, partly raised up in Janesville, so I don't see why G-town. it would be any different up here. Yeah. Well, no, it's quite similar. Now, you said you've only been doing it for a couple of months, but how many times have you done this? Have you had to go, well, it's no, it's a podcast. 
you do, it's off the internet. You download. No, oh. well, you, well, there's lots of different ways you can do it. I used to. I I've told the story a hundred times on here, but I'd get to the point where I'd be like, you know, you don't you don't have to listen. It's I maddening. I, I just don't know how to do that. <laughs> right. App App Store. What? Well, you guys are on the store? radio, so you've solved what's the Play Store equation. Unbelievable how with a podcast, it's so incredibly oh, yeah. easy for people to get it. Not that it's hard for people to get on the radio. So but many ways getting on the radio. Unbelievable how many people will listen. Well, to you know what I've been getting lately? I've been getting the, uh, oh, yeah, hey. I say, hey, check us out. We're on uh, 103.5 FM, you know, on, on the radio. And they're like, nah, yeah, yeah, I'll just listen to it on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going full circle. Now all of a sudden they know what a podcast is. Yeah. It's crazy. That's true, and they app too because there's an app you can listen to for and the radio station. The, and the app is awesome. I had a hard time. I was I was the app help desk for a long. Actually, I was a Google Store and iTunes Store help desk for a long time, trying to teach people how to uh, use your thumb to press a button that looks like mm-hmm. a radio station, and then it would play. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, now that 103.5 FM transmitters up, everybody knows how to use it, and right, which is great. I'm not complaining. Yeah. Yeah, the app's huge. Breaking in on something quick. Uh, Pam, one of our volunteers, is listening to us. Happy birthday, Pam. Oh, happy birthday, Pam. Yeah, Pam uh, is a workhorse here. She does a lot of stuff. No, she's never been on ArtSpark. Never been on ArtSpark, though. Oh. I've never been invited to be on ArtSpark either. You might have thought you were listening to (laughs) ArtSpark. But you're not. You're listening to uh, OMP Radio with Andy and Chad. (laughs) Yeah, you have a your website is really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, like I said, work in progress, but you know, it is what it is. And Don't I, burn I'm yourself proud out. No. Don't sell yourself short on this because your site is mobile ready, responsive. It is looks fun. It looks and great that's on my huge phone. right yeah. now. Yeah, that's huge. So yeah, one guy that I listen to a podcast that is big to me, the Survival Podcast uh, with Jack Spearco. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the, the, all the prepper podcasting that goes on. This guy I've never even thought to look for those. I've watched shows on like Discovery and stuff with preppers. Some of them are very. I would say ninety nine percent of the prepper podcasts are very lame because yeah. they're always <laughs> doom and gloom. But uh, this guy, his whole uh, thing is uh, preparing for tomorrow if times get tough, or even if they don't. So okay. he teaches, or actually, he does like what I do. He interviews people who have all kinds of skills. Like uh, one episode, he talked to a lady who does biochar science, uh, just stuff to create alternative forms of energy. Oh, okay. And he, it's all kinds of people, but it's education-based. So. I, I, you know, uh, some people look at those doomsday prepper things, and they're like, those people are crazy. But yeah, you know what? If something yeah. got bad, one thing that a lot of them are doing is they'll have the underground uh, chambers and stuff, and then they'll have beds, and they'll be like, oh, we have uh, canned yams that we can eat for like six months. But they have a serious lack of weaponry because if you're in a situation where you've got to be in there, everybody's going to – you need to keep that a secret and not be on Discovery showing it. Right. Everybody's right. going to yeah. be at your door being yeah. like, you know, hook up a can of those yams. We're hungry. But Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I, did, I have seen other – there's one I've seen where these people had a ranch, and they had it down pat. I mean – they had an arsenal for one. I'm sure the ATF rated their growing trend. Rated their ranch right after the episode <laughs> aired, but they had an arsenal, and I mean, they had it down. They had to, they could make food, electricity, water, everything. They were off the grid completely, and I'm nice. like, there's something appealing about that to me. Uh, self sustain self sustainability. Yeah. yeah, that's you know that's uh, that's something that I feel like everyone could work towards. It's uh, it's like 
not an American thing, but self-sustainability. It's something that we definitely have an issue with right now. We can't right. do a lot without going to Walmart, and Walmart's our one location. Definitely in Beloit, and there's nothing besides Walmart. Well, you got a Woodman's. Yeah, we love it, too. Yeah. Um, well, it's not really... I have a garden, but one of the things I always thought is at least I'll know how to grow something if something yeah. ever goes bad, but well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll be able to eat for like two weeks every year. Right. <laughs> and then I'll starve <laughs> the rest of the time. That's if we don't get, you know, that the, the uh, big climate change. Uh, was yeah. it the next coming, uh, was it Ice Age? Yeah, yeah. Is it? I don't know. I, I think last week it was this week. It might, we might, I think it's the I Ice think, Age now. I'm pretty sure on that. I don't know. It's like one day we're going to fry and then one day we're going to freeze. And, yeah. yeah. I just want to be the bearded guy they find in the ice. <laughs> yeah, million years. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say uh, Walmart does tout uh, garden fresh produce. I have yeah. no problem with if, Walmart. I'm thankful for Walmart. That. that stuff is suspect. Yeah, no, it's not that good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's it's available. But it is there if you need it. They're yeah, always yeah. there 24-7. Truth. Look, I have another family member calling me right now. <laughs> Oh, Just well. answer that phone. I had, Maybe you uh, should. I don't know. This is brother Chris. I don't know. Oh, he's most likely. Yeah, that's important. probably not a good idea. Chris, I'm gonna have to pass on this one. We don't have a dump button yet. Yeah. But uh, thanks for the call. All right. Um, yeah, the uh, the prepper thing. I don't know. I'd be. I mean, is it just me, or is it? It is kind of a big thing right now, right? Uh, Seems like it. I don't I don't know. it's a it's a costly thing if you see some of the money they're spending on that. Yeah, and some the guy like the guy I listen to at the Survival Podcast, he does things in a cheap, convenient way that everybody can really afford to do. If you're buying food, uh, buy some cans, just regular things like that. Keep some canned goods, just simple yeah. stuff. Um, but beyond that, he teaches things about gardening that you would just never think of. So. Yeah. I yeah. think it's. I, I, oh, I'm sorry, Andy. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, or, or you know, like, you know, if you couldn't like do it yourself, maybe have like four or five of the guys go in on like a side place or something, you know. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying. So, like, you know, it's like, and then you got like your for a property. Yeah, like yeah. your shelter. Oh, oh, or something, yeah, yeah. You And know? people do that. People are doing that no, everywhere not, right now. I, I've idea. seen. Yeah. Yeah. People are definitely going in together and buying random location properties i always think it's funny like as a human species we've evolved to the point well not all of us americans have evolved to the point that uh everything is at our disposal whenever we need it all the time and what we have done our primal instincts are not being uh, satisfied so what we do is uh once a year for uh we go out in november and pretend like we don't have food <laughs> My birthday is November nineteenth. We pretend like we don't have food, and we go out, yeah. and then we shoot a deer, and then they're like, "Yes, that's great." Yep. yep. Not I don't think that's hunting. I've done it too, but I'm like, "Well, I've regulation." There, you who wants when to else are you going to go out? <laughs> yeah, they're freezing in a tree, and I'm like, you know, I could just buy this. I wouldn't. <laughs> yep. You know what I found too is I I only shot a deer once, but all my life, my brothers and my dads. My my dad's my dad has always hunted, so I help them like gut deer, which is just me holding on to the legs, and then they do all the hard <laughs> lots work. of fun, right? So yeah. I've watched this, and I've known from the time I was a real little kid, and I'd help them. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So when I shoot my first deer, uh, we kind of we pull it out, and I'm like, oh, awesome! And then I 
get my knife out and my dad's like all right go ahead he's like just cut it across the, and he's like you've seen me do it a million times just cut it there and so i'm like i take the knife and i'm like using the dull end just trying to seem as dumb as possible and like, no, flip the knife over i'm oh this way and he, oh no i haven't got to the joke part yet oh. so <laughs> so then like i start you know and i'm acting like i can't quite push through the skin until he finally gets irritated and just grabs a knife and like, give me that and then he just guts it real quick for me i'm like yes freebie so then yeah. I, I knew I wouldn't be able to get away with that twice. So I never bothered shooting another one. I think I have the similar, a very similar story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Locked out. Yeah, that was... Of course, the first deer I shot, it was really uneventful, and that may have turned me off of hunting because I was just up in a tree stand, and I had my gun on a branch, and all of a sudden this deer just comes walking by and just stopped, and I pulled the trigger and shot him, and then he ran about 10 feet and fell over, and I'm like, is that it? <laughs> Is that what's the best thing in the world? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it has been fun other times, like when we have to track deer and stuff. But I'm, I can, I'm such a crack shot. I don't know. Fun. I can appreciate trying to do all of it up until pulling the trigger. You you go and understand the animal. You understand nature. Right. All of that is great up until that last part, unless it's a necessity. And for some people, they you know keep empty places in their freezer and say it's a necessity they got to fill that spot yeah you know that works plus you get somebody who knows how to make a good sausage that's kind of why not sometimes yeah, it's yeah. really good yeah right but i figure everybody else just same reason i don't grow tomatoes in my garden it's like all these people shoot deer so i don't need to so yeah it, but to say hunting's not a not something people should do or it's not oh no i can understand why they would want yeah. to do it but exactly it's kind of like everything else it's hard to say why anyone would want someone not to do it in the yeah. first place there's definitely some reasons for people to bring up though it does seem weird to pay thirty five thousand dollars to have somebody lure and i don't care about lion the, hunting either the lion, yeah. but to lure a lion out and then shine it with a light and shoot it that's just, that if, was, if you're like stalking that lion and like you sneak up on it and shoot it i could see how that'd be pretty <laughs> awesome but that's the equivalent of somebody just holding it down so you can kill yeah. it, basically. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right. What fun is that? I don't know. I watched somebody uh, hunt a grizzly bear one time. This was amazing. They had a GoPro on their uh, their bow hunting a grizzly bear. And then uh, the guide had a gun, thank God. But And then the other dude had a GoPro camera. He sneaks up on the shore, coming over the shore, and the grizzly bear is there. He shoots a great shot with a bow. Grizzly bear starts running. All of a sudden, stops, looks back. And is like, eh, eh. <laughs> Starts charging after him. And oh, man. the guy that had the gun just pulls up his gun and shoots him, and boom, the bear falls down. But oh, man. I was like, Phew. Yeah. I can uh, see how that would be appealing. Not so much the bear attack part, but that get your heart beating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The adrenaline rush. But you're not shining it with a light, shooting it while it's confused. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there it is right there. That's Cecil. <laughs> Cecil's last words. <laughs> Cecil. So what was the story on Cecil? That was uh, the lion uh, from... What was that? Lion King. <laughs> Lion King. Yeah. That's okay. But yeah, I don't know. That that definitely was overblown, the whole story. It would be like in a survivalist situation too, at least around here, it would be good to learn how to skin a rabbit because there's lots of rab- uh, city rabbits, you know. Yeah, yeah. You take down a city rabbit. Um, if you can skin a rabbit, you, I don't want to get too graphic, but you can skin anything that you would need to in a weird situation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, skills. my dogs have skinned rabbits. I wasn't so. going to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know. Hey, so. your dogs. See, now you'd be all right because you have those hunting dogs. Yeah. But I know places that they have they sell rabbit, I think. 
Like I, you can get oh, rabbit. Woodman's. Woodman's. They sell yeah. rabbit? Yes, Woodman's. They just it. started selling rabbit. And yeah. when we were at the fair, all the rabbits across from us. I'm in there just loving it and getting all rabbit crazy <laughs> That's in getting there. back to the prepper stuff. That's yeah, exactly and uh, that come is. to find out that they can all be slaughtered. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they're sure. like, I thought they were just pets and fun stuff I to stare at. You just kept them so they'd lay eggs during Easter. Yeah, they're, they're chocolate like, eggs. Oh. They're like 120-pound rabbit. One <laughs> 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 of those big hosses, you'll be eating for like a whole week off that thing. What's a good part of a rabbit? Like their leg or something? You get rabbit legs? You know, I've never tried. Uh, I did see it at Woodman's, and I was tempted, but I said, uh, next time. Yeah. I went to a wild game dinner yeah. one time where, uh, at some some kind of lodge where everybody brings something different, and I tried some rabbit, and it's it's probably a mental thing. I just couldn't finish it. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Uh, I was in Poland one time, and the family we were staying with had rabbits in their their barn. And we're like, oh, look at these nice rabbits. We're getting our pictures taken with them. And that's what they're for. They, they weren't pets. <laughs> they, they would eat them. And we had rabbit one night. And the, the rabbit I ate, the way I remember it might be wrong. I was pretty young at the time. But uh, it was, it was kind of, I think they boiled it for one thing, which is weird. And uh, they got to get the broth. All the- well, then they ate the <laughs> stuff. But the meat was weird and it had bubbles on it and stuff. But uh, it pretty much fit with everything else we ate there real bland and <clears throat> terrible but uh sounds gross to me yeah yep so we ate their uh, pets actually my dad's got a funny sweet st- <laughs> 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 oh here keep this ready paul my dad's got a funny story that when he was a kid they had rabbits named oscar and maud and oscar and maud were their backyard rabbits that they kept in a cage like people always do and uh they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and he came home from school one time and uh the rabbits were gone and he asked my grandpa he's like what happened to Oscar and Maude. He said, well, we took them to the farm because they were getting too big. And then uh, that night, they had some weird chicken for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And then he found out as an adult that that was Oscar and Maude that they were eating. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Crazy. I got bit by a rabbit when I was a kid. (laughs) Really? Yeah, down by uh, the Salvation Army on Glen, Glen, Glen Street Hill there. Yeah. I was... I don't know, eight years old or something, trespassing in someone's backyard. Well, but, um, right, then. They had the, it wasn't, it was a, the, the pretty white rabbits, but they're in a cage in someone's backyard, and oh. I just wanted to pet them, and I <laughs> st- stuck my finger through the fence. and Thought it was a carrot? Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> did I, got bit by, I got bit by a bat when I was a baby. What? Yeah, I was on playing on the kitchen floor, and my mom said I was flailing, flailing my right arm. She thought I had one of her, like, black stockings in, <laughs> in my hand. And then she looked closer, and I'm trying to whip it off me, and it's like this on my on my finger, biting my finger. And I guess they couldn't even watch me in the hospital back then. They had to give like 26 shots in my stomach. Oh my god! Now yeah. I think it's just one. And uh, was that way back when they would give mercury as a treatment? Pretty much. Because yeah, if you get bit, you got to hang on to it, right? Right. Just got to push into its jaw. Yeah. That was. I don't remember it, but I heard it was a crazy scene. Did it think you were fruit? What happened? Like I don't know. I think that it was. I think it was just under. It was because you were so sweet, baby. Yeah, I think that I seen it move, and I'm like, yeah, let's play. And uh, that's crazy. You're a baby. It wasn't in the mood. Yeah, well, I don't. Ouch. I don't blame it. You know, it doesn't want to be touched by a baby. Just like you know, you don't want to be touched by a bat. Is that safe to say that you don't want to be touched by a bat anymore? Never again. Never forget, and then you should have a bat with a. A picture on there. You know, one thing, too, as a father, and if you're homeschooling four girls, you know this, too. Um, 
as you're growing up uh, in your own life, you think, isn't it weird that I don't remember when I was a baby? Then as a father, you're like, this is why you don't remember being a baby. Because stuff like getting bit by a bat happens, you know. <laughs> and then they go through this getting teeth thing and, oh, my God, having a potty train and not sleeping. and It's like, leave me alone. Yeah. I'm like, well, thank God you don't remember this. This is terrible. And they have to get shots. Like a lot of shots. And they spray stuff in their nose. And it's quite a process. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, you should probably learn how to uh, chipmunk, too. I should learn how to skin a chipmunk because we have a lot. Excuse me, a lot of those. There's an overabundance of some chipmunks. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, yeah. you know, one chipmunk? thing. Yeah. Squirrels. Squirrel? Oh, yeah. Squirrels. I'm just saying that, uh, okay, so with the whole survival thing, uh, permaculture is a type of uh, way to look at agriculture, permaculture, permanent agriculture, two words combined. And uh, the the theory behind permaculture is look at things that, that continue ecosystems and stuff. Uh, what do we have surviving right now that squirrels, let's look at squirrels. Of all the animals that we probably would have here if we didn't overtake all this area as humans, we still have squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Crazy everywhere. So what is so resilient about squirrels that keeps them here? It's an amazing thing that I think people overlook. And the whole prepper thing kind of brought me to stupid squirrels i i uh, read a book about lewis and clark and they talked about how back before humans were everywhere around here there was a squirrel migration where they would go south for the winter yeah now really. they don't need to but they wrote about when they were crossing the mississippi to try to get to uh the the i almost said atlantic ocean the pacific ocean that uh <laughs> um paul's gotta go to the bathroom everybody <laughs> um Art spark. Then as they're crossing, <laughs> as they're going across the Mississippi, it wasn't the Mississippi they're crossing, but another river, they uh, they take notes of everything that they witnessed. And uh, one of them was massive amounts of squirrels going across the river. Weird. And, Weird. But yeah. now as humans, we provide them with enough during the winter. They don't have to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just one of those things uh, like rabbits. Uh, we take advantage of the fact that they're here and we kind of forget about it. But... If you focus on them and the resilience of their species or them as an animal, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, they are pretty resilient. Overlooked. City city squirrels. Yeah. But they just adapt, and somehow they survive the cold, too. They have those big nests, though, don't they? The big nests up in the trees. And they're, they're water skiing now. I yeah. See. Oh, really? They yeah. have skills. Crazy. Yeah. See, they're even adapting to water, then. Yeah. 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 Huh. Resilient. <laughs> They're amazing. I, I had a squirrel in my backyard one time. Just like it was like he was almost sleeping on a telephone pole, facing down. I was taking pictures of him because I thought he was dead. Yeah. And I thought he was stuck on the pole. And then all of a sudden, it's like head moved. Like I think it was just sleeping like that. I wish I could sleep like that. Paul, you ever wish you could sleep on the side of a telephone pole? That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Come to think of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but. That is interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean just little things. Uh, I just in general, uh, podcasting brings so much little, little things to your attention that you would never pay attention to otherwise. Being plugged in. Oh, it looks like cops are going back to Daddy O's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe somebody else is up there. But. 
That's another thing too. The the people that you meet when you're doing a podcast, it's pretty neat. I mean, we we've talked. Yeah, before how can you pass that opportunity? That's, oh, we've yeah, all we've, the stuff that has led met to all kinds of people. Yeah, so with the homeschooling thing and my girls, that's really what I'm going to do. The next step is to get them into their own podcast, yeah, or YouTube stream yeah, okay. channel, and get them to reach out to other kids, other people, yeah, anywhere yeah. about learning. You know, seek out tutors per se you know get them little lessons here and there and i think we can make that happen i don't know if everyone can do that but uh there's not enough people doing that so yeah why not try yeah how old are they uh we have a two and a half year old a six year old and an eight year old and also a nine month old oh wow yeah you got a good spread there yeah and all girls so yeah you gonna try for number five hope it's a boy uh never (laughs) (laughs) done my girls watch uh, videos on YouTube all the time Uh, my one girl's really big into Ellen DeGeneres show for some reason she watches (laughs) clips of that but for a while they were watching these like whereas other kids that had shows similar to what you're talking about but they would do weird challenges and stuff and my one daughter wanted to do that really bad and uh but every video starts out like this. Like, Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. Here's what we're doing today. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, uh, what's it? Harry Shear does the podcast. Uh, he does the segment, um, Oh, Yeah, or, or somebody always does uh, on NPR. They're always saying that one word. But, yeah. Oh. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I know a lot of people, too. That's probably not what he does, either. I'm probably wrong on that. But. They say, no, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Just so often, and it's... But, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Art spark. Art spark. Edie's going to love you plugging her show like that. I know. What day is that on? Art spark? Yeah. It is on uh, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. You could do a promo for that. Listen to Art Spark. <laughs> Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Katie <laughs> Barron. Uh, another thing, too, on YouTube that's huge. I've always wanted to try to get a viral video, you know. But uh, I haven't tried real hard. A couple of videos I thought were going to be good, and they'll get like 20 views, and I just get discouraged, and I don't do it. So I watch my son, who's watching these videos of people opening toys. Oh, you're opening. Yeah, this is my kids. Yeah, and all they're doing is just taking a package and being like, "Oh, here I got uh, this is Dusty from." Uh, it's kind of crazy from the toy store, <laughs> toy movie, and then they're like, "Oh," and then it's going on this track. And like, you so know. you see the hands, you see yep. the toy, and you see everything. They do a little <laughs> review. Yeah, and that's what I was telling my girls today. I said, you know. What toys do you have around here? Your Barbie that's broke. Which one do you really like that's broke? I said, we're going to do a review of why this thing broke. You love it so much, and it broke. And if you get you enough better. views, those... Yeah. And do you ever, and when you watch these videos and them opening the toys, if you look down at the number of views, it's they're crazy. in the millions. It's because we got two-year-olds sitting there on YouTube yep. at my house watching it a million times. Same thing, yeah. <laughs> my son loves that stuff, and he's... Well, he'll be four... Uh, in a couple weeks here, but but yeah, that what you could do too. Ooh, I might not want to get this idea. All right, yeah. Daddy Fingers. Have you seen the Daddy Fingers oh, song? I, this song is yes. done in like a, a million different versions, but it's so creative is and that, so simple. Is that where it's like Daddy Fingers, Daddy Fingers? Yes. Where are you? Yes, and every it'll be in a different language, <laughs> yeah. and the kids will learn a different language because they know that song, yeah. and it's amazing mm-hmm. because and that inspired me there is such a 
huge market for kids' education and simple things. That guy, whoever did that song, it's crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> and it's, it's addicting. And another thing, like you're saying about how it's in different languages and stuff, here's something that's great about YouTube, too. Not, they don't just watch the, the stupid toy videos, which is kind of neat. When I was a kid, if I was a kid, I would love that, too. Yeah. But my son loves to watch cartoons in Russian. And uh, he watches some French cartoon. But that Russian cartoon, he watches it all the time. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but he loves – who knows? They might be swearing and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. He'll, tr- he'll be watching Peppa Pig or something, yeah. and it's like somebody does a voiceover. But they sound just like Peppa Pig. But all of a sudden, like, Peppa Pig's dropping F-bombs and stuff. Huh. So we'll be sitting there with it in the background. I'll be like, hello, Daddy. What are you doing on this F and we're like, what <laughs> the heck is he watching over there? Yeah. My wife said, like, we better shut that off. I'm like, no, hold on. It's hilarious. You know, they have the kids YouTube app. Yeah. So yeah. We just got that. Not too yep. Ago. Do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, cut them off. So here's my idea. Maybe I shouldn't say this. When we, when we were kids, brother Chris, you're listening right now. You can verify this. We had He-Man and G.I. Joe's and all that garbage uh-huh. and oh, yeah. Star Wars figures. And we loved them. Yep. They were the coolest thing in the world, and my brother Tim will verify this too because they were mainly his. And as we got older, we would play with them in the backyard. We had like a bunch of landscaping with these rocks and everything. It was really neat. But we got a little bit older, and they weren't quite as cool, and we moved on to BB guns. And the BB guns were really cool, so my dad would give us these cans. We would shoot the cans, and then you just get sick of that after a while, and you're like, what else can you shoot? Then all of a sudden, one of us gets an idea. Let's see what happens when we shoot He-Man in the chest. <laughs> so we take him and we put him in the rocks, aim at him, shoot him in the chest, and he explodes. Boom. Because <laughs> those arms are hung onto with a rubber band in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you blow the body up, they just, next thing you know, it's a toy graveyard. Everything <laughs> is exploded, and, ex- and all of our toys are ruined because we shot them with BB guns. Kids don't try this at home. Then as we start getting older, we get into model cars. Model cars are pretty awesome. We'd spend hours and hours making these model cars. And then uh, during the 4th of July, we'd blow them all up. (laughs) But then we ran out of cars to blow up. We didn't feel like building another car. We're like, what do we do? And we're looking at the model glue, and it says, flammable. (laughs) So immediately you Mm. put it down and you walked away. Yes, but what we wanted to do, and I'm not saying we did this. (laughs) We're like, what could we light on fire outside with the model glue? We look, and there's a toy graveyard where there's He-Man and G.I. Joe heads laying around. We find that if you pour the clear model glue and light it on fire, it, you just watch the face like bubble, 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 bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm thinking is here's my toy website idea. Super slow-mo, shooting things with BB guns, and light them on fire. Yeah, viral. Sure. Yeah. Instantly. As soon as you said something about your old Barbie you don't play with, I'm oh, like, yeah, that's it. I have this Just rock- ideas. Yeah, we have this rocking horse. I don't know how much time we got left. And here's the spin on it. Oh, not much. Get uh, get the old uh, collectible He-Men and stuff. Yeah. New out of the pack, and now <laughs> oh, that are no. worth money. We gotta oh, get, yeah. Get a hold of antiques. <laughs> and then boom. You know the Sprite or what was it? The Sprite challenge, Coke challenge. The guy did. Yeah. Glorious. Yeah. Well, we're almost out of time. Uh, but Reese, Reese Wood, you want to plug your podcast? Yeah, the Beloit Pod, uh, Beloit Podcast at thebeloitpod.com. Uh, we're everywhere. You can get our mobile app is the Beloit, or I'm sorry, the Podcast Source if you go to your uh, app store. So, yeah, thebeloitpod.com. All right. And uh, at the Beloit Pod on Twitter. Yes, also Twitter. Uh, you can find us at SoundCloud, Stitcher. 
We're all over the Meerkat, web. You just Google us. Meerkat, you're all over that. Yeah. Good stuff. I know another way you can find all your stuff. You can go to OMPradio.com. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, check we'll that out, it. too. We'll yeah, link we'll, it on we'll our Facebook. Some, yeah, we'll put some links out. Cool, cool. Get on the new uh, OMPradio.com. And yeah, I like the website. It's clean. <laughs> Welcome to the launch party, by the way. Yeah, hey. this is it. <laughs> Welcome to the launch party. All right. All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for coming, man. And uh, we'll be, I don't know if we're going to be on next Friday or not, but uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Just keep listening well, to the radio station. Well, if not, just listen to Art Spark. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. I listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Take a tip from me, the of Joe Lewis's beat. Now he's won all his fights, 23 or 4, and left 20 of his opponents lying on the floor. They all tried to win, but the task was too hard. When he laid that hound bone up against that board, listen all you prize fighters. Don't play him too cheap If he lands with either hand He'll sure put you to sleep He's a real fighter I bet on him He knows just what to do I'm talking to you. Now he packs dynamite in his left. He carries a plunging right. Either one will make you groggy or as high as a kite. He charges on his opponent from the beginning of the gong. He batters them into submission. Then they all sing a song. I bet on the brown bumper. For he knows his stuff. And lays it on his opponent until he get enough. Now he's a natural born fighter who likes to fight them all. The bigger they come, he says, the harder they fall. That terrific left, boys, is all he needs. But that six ain't right, come with lightning speed. Listen, all you prize fighters. Don't play him too cheap Take a tip from me The off Joe Lewis is beat